0: Heather and Donnie Mosier. Hello. Hello. Welcome
1: to this week's episode of Relevant Recovery Radio. We're glad you're listening, glad you're here. We're your hosts, Heather and Donnie Mosier. Yep. We're here.
0: I'm still here. And
1: we're glad you're here. Welcome. She
0: she hasn't fired me yet.
1: (laughs) That's coming. Uh, this show is sponsored by the Matthews Hope Foundation. Yeah? yep. And we have a two-week detox followed with two years of free aftercare recovery program. You can visit our website if you'd like any information about- If you
0: do it this week, I walk the show.
1: www.mhdrp.org. Don't do it. Or give us a call at 844-AND-HOPE. That's
0: 844-263-4673. And as usual, you're listening to us on KPRC 950 in Houston. Yep. And if you're anywhere else outside of Houston and you want to listen to us Sundays at 1 p.m. Central, you can uh, listen on the KPRC app on the iHeartRadio app. So it's the KPRC channel yeah. on the iHeartRadio app. Or, But... Um, Yeah, at the end of Sunday, they upload us. Yeah, to our channel, Relevant Relevant Recovery Recovery Radio, Radio.
1: on iHeart Platform, which is free, so you can go check us out, Mm. see all of our past episodes, and share with your friends and family.
0: So, what's our topic for today, sugar?
1: (laughs) I'm glad you asked, sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to be talking about sugar.
0: Sugar addiction.
1: Sugar addiction. I think that... um, (laughs) This is going to be a cool show because I think everybody, whether you're a drug addict or alcoholic or not, could have some issues with sugar and not even know it.
0: Out of all the shows we've done, we've done some that are a little edgy, at least for our 12-step world. We've done some that are whatever, but this one will probably get us in trouble. Yeah. I've done some research on sugar. And the sugar lobby is one of the most powerful lobbies in the country. Yeah. So they'll probably come after us. And so we're
1: going to speak about sugar addiction or sugar issues from a, a plethora of different angles. Number one, just you actually have the allergy and the phenomenon of craving, like a drug addict does with cocaine. You have that with sugar, honey. I do. And so you're going to speak on, and I don't, but a lot of people do. This is where Overeaters Anonymous and all sorts of other things come into play. However.
0: You'll get like a single pack of cookies. You know, like the ones you get in the convenience store. just a little pack, and you'll take one cookie out, and you'll leave it in our pantry for weeks. Yeah.
1: I want to save it for like next month, but then I go to get it, and it's gone because you eat it. Who would
0: save it? Yeah. What kind of monster are you? I don't have the sugar
1: allergy. However. I want to speak on sugar from my issues with it. I don't have your issues with it, but I have had mounting years and years of tooth decay and dental issues as a result of my sugar habits over the years, mm. even though I don't eat a whole lot of sugar. Yeah. And so we're going to speak on that. And lastly, the piece that will probably get us in a lot of... Uh, trouble is um, <laughs> the food manufacturers and the way they hide sugar yeah. and and the science behind what sugar does and that they hide it. They sneak it into everything to make it more addictive so that we consume even more.
0: Sugar is in milk now. Everything. I don't know if you knew that or not.
1: Sugar's in everything. Yeah. Literally.
0: The and, only stuff that you can buy without sugar are the things that God created in mother nature that man does not Produce, yeah, if it's not in a, or, if
1: it's not processed in any way, so
0: which is basically like meat, vegetables. The sugar producers just haven't figured out how to inject sugar into beef <laughs> into the, yet,
1: into the the cucumber, right? right. <laughs> but if you look at like when you go into a grocery store, they always say stay on the outside edges, which is the produce, the, the meat. meat, and all, everything in all the center aisles is processed and packaged, and it's just. No, wait a minute. Injected. The outside
0: aisle, they mean the the like meat the and the vegetable. Oh shoot. At our grocery store, there's the bread and the cakes and cookies. I just stayed right in there. (laughs)
1: Yeah they, yeah, they confused me because I'm yeah. like, okay, twi- All right. Twinkies are on the outside aisle. You know, Hawaiian <laughs> rolls it is. But I think this is important to look at because I don't think the world knows how much sugar we consume.
0: And how bad it is for us.
1: Because I would like to challenge our listeners to just like, I don't know, look at the labels of the things you consume and track it for one day just to get an idea of how many grams or how many teaspoons you consume on the average day.
0: All right. You all heard her, all 27 of you. You're going to see <laughs> if you can track your we sugar intake. We have a lot
1: intake. of li- listeners. I hate it when you do that joke. But <laughs> m- my point is, is- It's an
0: obvious joke, Here's though. the thing.
1: The American Heart Association says that men, you're, you're a man. Mm. You well, should most of the time. You should not consume over nine teaspoons of sugar per day. And women should not consume more than six teaspoons of sugar per day.
0: The only problem I have with that advisory- is why are people eating spoonfuls of sugar?
1: (laughs) It helps the medicine go down.
0: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Number one. Um, But sadly, it says that we're actually consuming at least 22 teaspoons of sugar on average. Oh, Lord. At least. And I looked up Starbucks. Yeah, Uh, yeah, they're probably going to shut us down too. But I just wanted to give people an idea. My sister, my sister Tanya, hi, love you. She loves mocha frappes. Yeah, okay. she does. Yeah, And she does. so I don't think people have a clue how much sugar is in some of these drinks. And so I just wanted to say that the, the Caramel Ribbon Crunch Frappuccino has 93 grams of sugar in it, which is 23 teaspoons of sugar in one drink.
0: And what's the average recommended for men and women?
1: Uh, men is nine a day and women is six.
0: Okay, so nine and six and that one has?
1: 23 teaspoons. Oh, Wow. Yeah. And so, like, what I didn't realize is I can go have one Coke, one can of soda pop, and that's more sugar than I should have in three days. Yeah. Not counting all the food and stuff that it's hidden in and all of that. We don't know how much we're actually consuming not knowing it. Correct. So, it's so crazy. When I make a cup of coffee in the morning, you drink it black... I do. You like espresso, but um, I add powdered sugar, uh, powdered creamer, sorry, mm. but it has added sugars in it, but it just doesn't call it sugars, it calls it other things, <laughs> Right, and so right. you have to be like a chemist to read these labels to figure out how much stuff they put sugar in, and like, why do we care? Like, why does it matter? And that's The people
0: I- right now that are in their cars, that are ready to drive into the side of a bridge,
1: <laughs> don't. don't
0: do it, because listen, you're going to get some education out of this, yeah. so yeah. What we're going to talk about today is sort of the...
1: Your addiction side?
0: Well, let's finish it with that. But we're going to just hit quickly on medical yeah. science, uh, the problem with... And then we're going to talk about really how it affects the human body and how it affects people like me yeah, who don't even know that they're looking for the dopamine hit yeah. of sugar. Because that's what it does, is right. it hits the same pleasure center as cocaine. It sure does. So if you offer me a pile of each... I mean, really, who knows which one I'm going (laughs) to take? You know what I mean? So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Relevant Recovery Radio. We will be right back. You're Radio. so happy
1: right now. <laughs> you are so
0: happy right honey, now.
1: Honey. Yeah, I really wanted that song because we're talking about sugar today. Yes. Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio. We're talking about sugar addiction, tooth decay, and the lies on our labels of all of our food. Mm. Um, wow. Well, it's caused well, an epidemic.
0: Hold on. Alleged lies on our labels. That's number one. And number two, I know that the sugar industry or producers had to correct what it was before sure whatever i followed it but
1: they do it differently now
0: so let's let's start with so let's start with the medical so so not even the medical tell me about the sugar producers and the industry and then we'll go to the medical
1: so we can talk for okay so for instance do
0: me a favor hmm. do your best to not be boring (laughs)
1: Well, I just want to talk about... Okay, so there's a lot of things that sugar causes, right? Yeah. If we got to talk about some of the things. It causes obesity, diabetes, okay. heart disease. There's lots of things. It suppresses. It sounds like a good time. It's not. Sugar oh. suppresses your immune system. It elevates your blood sugar. It disrupts your mental balance in your body. It causes tooth decay, which is what I am living proof of, and I'm going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, your it, teeth look
0: really good today, though. It
1: can cause heart disease, food allergies, depression, and certain cancers. So we got to take that into consideration, This is what sugar can cause and lead to, yeah. You know, and so this is what they put in all of our food, and so.
0: So how did they get it there?
1: How did they get it there? So, here's the deal. I think that now
0: I want to do a disclaimer real fast. Sorry, I don't. I don't know how they.
1: There's a lot of different. Here's a
0: disclaimer. We've read a lot of stuff and we've actually watched several documentaries, but we are not. The end all be all, like we're giving you our opinion and what we found. But if you work for a lobbying group for the sugar industry, <laughs> let's
1: not address them directly, please. <laughs> we didn't mean it. We didn't mean it. But I think they they hide it in the labels. They use lots of different words and okay, instead of so just when you calling it, it sugar. They add sugar with like they'll say added fruit juice or added honey or added well, date okay, sugar or so added on. lactose. They, hold on. So uh,
0: you're saying when they label the nutrition? Hmm they're calling it things other than yeah. sugar. Yeah, uh, they're okay. calling it fructose. things.
1: Yes, like high fructose corn syrup. Everybody yeah. knows that one, right? Yeah. Um, but it's important that, to know that there's like dozens and dozens of these names. And so what's crazy, if you read the label, you know, it'll, the first ingredient is the one it has the most of, and then right. it goes down from there. Well, number three and seven and f- five may be forms of sugar that they use a different word for rather than mm. sugar. But when you add them together... Then it becomes the number one ingredient in the it's product.
0: Like anything ending with O's, so like dextrose, <laughs> yes. sucrose. Yep. Now they're going to rename it Susan. They're going to put Susan, <laughs> Susan in the label. Anything to fool you. And so
1: they do it by breaking it up and calling it different things, but if you added those different things all together because the sugar, it becomes the number 1 ingredient. And just think about this for an instance, when I was a kid, and just think about our listeners, if you have children, if if we sprinkled morphine on our cereal. Mm. Well, before,
0: let's, let's use cocaine as an example. Whatever. That's much more enjoyable on cereal. <laughs>
1: if you sprinkle it like people would be outraged they would be like we're not doing this
0: except for about eight percent of the of population.
1: population would be down with that for sure <laughs> but I want to go back to like my childhood because I'm I grew up in Oklahoma things may be a little bit different there than ever anyway I don't know my Will family
0: Oklahoma ever become part of the United States
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the deal my parents I love them they are good good people I love them too but they were not versed in nutrition nor was I and so right. I remember and we've had my son on this radio show
0: yeah. with the
1: joke of eating uh literal sugar cubes.
0: Being given them as a reward, reward. in school. That yes. literally so was crazy to me. I
1: remember begging my mom to buy that pink and white box of the sugar cubes because I loved eating them as a snack. If my mom was going to get me to eat a carrot, she'd take a coffee cup and she'd put a couple... Inch or whatever of a you know granulated sugar in the cup. <laughs> if she
0: was smart, it'd have been then, an arsenic snack. <laughs>
1: arsenic. But then she'd give me the carrot and I'd dip the wet carrot in the sugar, and that's how she'd get me to eat carrots with oh, the wow. sugar. Uh, I was a little kid with Dr. Pepper or grape juice or apple juice in my bottles, and so. They just didn't know what we didn't know. Yeah. And so I didn't learn those things. And so when my daughter was little, uh, she got apple juice, although it was diluted uh, in her bottle, and she ended up having to have a bunch of caps on her teeth by the time she was two or three years old.
0: Because you only knew what you knew. I
1: only knew what I knew, and I did not know that when you consume sugar and you don't immediately brush your teeth, when it mixes with your saliva, it causes plaque, which breaks down the enamel of your tooth, and it causes tooth decay, period. Okay. Okay. Period. Like horrible teeth are as a result of sugar for, with a decay aspect.
0: Okay. So it's bad for your teeth, but but if we go backwards, like how do we get it in our food in the first place? Why is it in milk? <laughs> okay. So you have like Farmer Ted, because yep. all farmers are named Ted. You Ted have Farmer or Ted. Bob. Who's,
1: Farmer Bob. Who's
0: got Bessie the dairy cow. Poor and Bessie. he makes a bunch of milk and he's like hey neighbor I'll sell you some whole milk right out of the cow but then
1: Jim's like hold on let me put sugar in it first well
0: then the FDA comes (laughs) in and says (laughs) let me
1: homogenize it and pasteurize it and and put sugar in it the FDA says hey even though
0: we've been drinking milk out of a cow for the last you know 400 years
1: it's a gimmick they know here's here's how it happened they know it's addictive they know that when we consume it it makes us crave more and they're all about profit that's
0: what I wanted to get to is you and I watched a documentary about sugar and what they documented was the fact that food producers in general, not just the sugar industry, no. but food producers in general. Want
1: to make their products more consumed and, and more addictive.
0: Well, and they realized the addictive quality of sugar. Mm-hmm. And so literally in the 50s, they were testing, adding certain amounts of sugar, mm-hmm. of sugar to their food to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember exactly what they called it, but it was like there was this perfect zone of sugar.
1: Yeah. Scientists, they literally like. They would make you crave more of this. hired scientists to do experiments experiments to see what the right combo is to make it more addictive and, and make you crave more.
0: So, okay. So, so we have started out with, uh, you know what I realized the other day listening to the show? I say so and okay. Five billion times. Okay. Will you stop doing that? Yeah, I need then. to stop doing that.
1: But along this line, I don't so know one, what to say now. Sugar upsets the, your, your natural body's mechanisms. And so whenever you consume more, you actually want more. You, you get hungrier quicker. Right. And so if I was to go and just eat like eggs, I will stop eating when I'm full. But with you and cookies, you won't stop when when your belly is full because it's just sugar and it sets off the craving.
0: I would think that the food industry is there to produce nutritious food for our consumption (laughs) for survival. And it turns out that they're no different than any other corporation whose objective is to make, make money that's right period period and so we have and to we take always that forget into that.
1: consideration that these aren't like oh let's just trust this and and it's not everybody's ba- they, ethical. they got my be- my best interests at heart no because they literally you can combine sugar with other factors that make it even more addictive like fat if you do that right with a milkshake or, or whatever it is that you're producing Don't you threaten
0: me with a good time.
1: <laughs> it literally makes it irresistible for people. And it right. and when you consume it, it reacts those dopamine receptors in your brain just like cocaine or heroin addicts, okay. right?
0: We have hit on the sugar industry, the food industry, the fact that they they hide it in the ingredients. Okay, this was a great thing. Do you remember when we watched that documentary? And when they started on the food labels, they started listing the percentage of daily amount nutritional values. Remember that? The Mm -hmm. percentage of the sugar industry was the last one to have to do it. When Congress tried to push them to do it, they actually went after them personally. Now I noticed recently that they do it now, Yeah, but they hide, they hid the percentage of daily intake, um, recommended Mm -hmm. for a long time. They hide it in the labels. Because they they know they're
1: going way over.
0: They have figured out how to put it in about 90% of our foods. So it's really difficult to escape it.
1: Yeah. They say something like at least 80% of everything that you buy at the store packaged, you know, Middle aisles, has added sugar.
0: That's weird. I was thinking 11%. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's not even a word oh. okay no more than 80 percent. it said um they have added sugar so that's sugar crazy. on top of regular sugar and they hide it with all the different words so it's false labeling the manufacturers hide it they make it more addictive and we buy it like it, like ignorant people were like yeah sign me up
0: process food and it's
1: easy it's convenient my kids will shut up or whatever it is
0: if you follow cancer trends mm-hmm. throughout our time before years of my time, but starting in the forties and fifties mm-hmm. when they started producing sugar food. everything. But just producing food, that's when cancer started to go up. Yeah. I stay out of the middle aisles. I just don't do it. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. We will be back in a few minutes and we are gonna talk about my teeth. The medical problems that come along with sugar.
1: Okay. And right my back. teeth. Radio show with your hosts, Heather and Donnie Moser. Talking about uh, uh, sugar. Uh, 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 <laughs> We're talking about, uh, please don't sing. Please all right, don't. so
0: the last uh, the last segment <laughs> we talked about the uh, the fact that... It's in everything. It's in everything. They have they have figured out a way to get it in things like milk along with all the other produced foods. And, and they didn't do it because sugar's good. No. They did it because they knew it was addictive. And they knew that there was a sweet spot that if they added too much, you wouldn't like it. Yep. And if they didn't add enough, you wouldn't like it. They literally did research until they found the sweet spot. So right. now so, that it's in there so, and everybody eats it, what does it do to so you? So let's
1: talk about that. Let's talk about what happens when we consume sugar. There's there's lots of different things that happen. Uh, And I don't think food manufacturers want us to know what really happens to our bodies when we consume sugar. Correct. Most people associate sugar with like a sugar rush or a burst of energy, right? Mm -hmm. And rightly Mm -hmm. so. It it does produce an immediate burst of energy. However, (laughs) if you're not like an elite athlete or something, uh, this is a major problem if we use sugar in that way. Because when sugar is consumed, okay, it it causes the bonds between glucose and fructose to be broken. And the fructose goes directly to your liver.
0: You're borderline.
1: Or, I, I don't want you to, listen, this is scientific, follow me. Okay, I'm I'm not following. being boring. Yes, ma'am. Um, but if there's not I an know. immediate need for energy, like if you're not going to eat that Twinkie and then go to the gym, <laughs> then it's stored as fat.
0: Well, the other problem, it's too, is... It's stored as fat. Do you remember when uh, Michelle Obama did her just get out campaign? Yeah, like, yeah. get out and do something. Get out and do stuff. And, and one of the documentaries we watched sort of pointed out that if you had one can of Coca-Cola, which has like 40 grams of sugar in it, which mm-hmm. is, it was something like. like
1: 43 or something grams something of
0: sugar. Something like 20 something teaspoons yep. of sugar. In order to go ahead and just get out and work that off, you had to jog a marathon.
1: Yeah. like To, to work off one can of Coke and then think about right. all of the children in school or after they get home that drink a can of Dr. Pepper or whatever it is. Right. Like they're going to have to go run 10 miles to get that off to balance it out. Not to mention the decay of the teeth and the other issues. Correct. And so if it's not burnt off, my point is it's is it's stored as fat. Mm. And so this will create uh obesity.
0: I gotta expand my storage.
1: And and then the overconsumption of sugar also causes insulin resistance. Right.
0: Okay, now we're now this is my zone. This is yep. the type two diabetes. So you have diabetes. some experience
1: with that. What is your experience with that?
0: I have type two diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I
1: but I mean how did it how did it progress how did it start surfacing and how did you reverse it
0: servicing or surfacing that's what I mean okay um so I've been a sugar addict since I was probably in my teen years my mom used to buy bags of chocolate little, you know those little mini candy bars yeah but we had a lockable chest deep freezer in the garage where she would hide them mm-hmm. and she'd lock them in there yeah so my brothers and I became lock picking experts. Yeah, and because she kept it away from, I believe this. It's the same. It's the same idea in America. We're so against kids drinking, and we make it so taboo that when they can drink, they they go over the overboard and they you know turn into alcoholics, run their cars <laughs> into things. And,
1: Strict parents don't cause alcoholism, but so whatever.
0: But I think, but I think that strictness does cause overdrinking because you go to other countries and pretty much like they'll have a glass or a drink with their family and it's just not. There's just no big deal. Stay on about task
1: it. about your resentment for your mother locking <laughs> chocolate away from you, please. This has nothing to do with what you were talking but that's about.
0: That's what I think happens, though. Yeah, no It's that's what happened to us. Is she kept the chocolate away from us? Therefore, we had this desire to have it and have more. So when we got out and we could just buy what we wanted, yeah, that's all we ate. So. Yeah. I ate a ton of it. I ate a ton of chocolate and just sweets. And by the time I was probably in my early thirties, I was borderline. By the time I was in my late thirties, I was maybe a toe over the line and I've been fighting it ever since. And the only way that I have found to keep my type two diabetes in check is really just abstinence.
1: Yeah. And so do you, so type two diabetes is the one that's controlled by diet.
0: It's really controlled by diet. And that's, I mean, that's Period. Period. You'll, you'll hear all kinds of people like, I need a pill.
1: Give me some pill.
0: <laughs> you don't need a pill. Literally. You need to
1: like literally change your lifestyle. Diet and exercise. Correct. And it's reversible. Correct. Like like heart disease not, and a lot of other things too.
0: But not reversible. It just it stifles puts it. Puts it
1: in remission per se. Yes. Yes. Just like my spiritual program of action puts my heroin addiction in remission. There it, there is a treatment for it. Correct. Yeah, and I don't need to take a pill for my heroin addiction.
0: And so <laughs> and I did it again. And so I gotta Hashtag. stop doing this. It's crazy. <laughs> Okay.
1: You want to hear something else interesting that sugar does to us? What? Makes you age. (gasps) So, like, How am I-
0: Everybody says I look younger than I am.
1: (laughs) And you're only 73. I don't get it. But anyways, listen- That's hurtful. Um, No, it literally has something to do with the way that your body breaks down sugar. Something about hydrogen peroxide gets released differently, and it makes your cells break down differently, causes wrinkles- Like, you literally age faster.
0: I do believe that I have aged slowly so far, but I can probably contribute that to 26 years of smoking marijuana all day, every day. You were super chill. Yeah. Real chill.
1: I just remember after I got sober, of course, I got sober at 34 and I'm 40 now, but my, my face and neck skin has changed dramatically in the last six years you've doubled
0: down on sugar lately though and,
1: and I've oh I've, I've always eaten sugar um I'm not alcoholically like you but I've always eaten it like I was saying since
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with that I think lately you have been
1: that's my norm though is my didn't point. I
0: walk in the other day and you had literally a fistful and I'm not exaggerating folks a fistful of Hawaiian roll in your mouth just
1: listen it's my guilty pleasure.
0: I wonder how much sugar is in that. I don't
1: know, but if that's why I have wrinkles on my forehead, I'm really mad at Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> because this has got to stop. I'm willing I'm in a little pain about it. I'm willing to do something different and I think most Americans are not. Most Americans are about comfort, convenience, and and pleasure centers.
0: And so the and so, there I go again. I got to stop doing this. So that word, just talk. I'm going to take it out of my vocabulary. <laughs> I just I noticed and I was listening to one of our shows and I I say that a lot and it's really if it annoys me, it's gotta annoy everybody out there. Oh, it annoys me. You mean just my voice? Just your
1: voice, the sound of your voice. No, but because I want to go back into my teeth thing, because I don't have the allergy to sugar like you do, although I consume it. But you
0: do have rotten teeth. I'm a trash teeth.
1: panda, right. And so a lot of people think, I've been going through... And I have
0: the sugar addiction. And, and your teeth and, are great, yeah, for the most part. They're uh, ugly, but...
1: <laughs> you can smoke cigars. So yeah. my point is, is like a lot of people... Okay, so I had all my back teeth removed in January of 2021. Not everybody, unless you're close to me, knows that. And so I've been living without any back teeth for more than a year and a half.
0: Yeah, it's and, been a little weird. And
1: I've had to have an oral surgeon and a regular dentist and an orthodontist. All three work in tandem to figure out what to do to correct my mouth. And and I'm just stable enough. you got
0: to fix that meth mouth. And,
1: and, but that's, that's what upsets Mrs. me.
0: Mrs. Meth Mouth.
1: Listen, a lot of people think that my bad tooth decay is from drugs. It's not. It's not. It's um, from you or... I, I was an IV heroin addict.
0: Obsessive use of sugar. I never did the
1: methadone. I never I never did the smoking meth route. Like, that causes a lot of teeth damage too. I never did that.
0: Okay, but setting your teeth aside.
1: But, right, I didn't have them. And so I had to go through this whole process. And yesterday I got some bridges and I'm getting some stuff on the bottom. Anyways, it's been two years in the making and it's all because of plaque from sugar. My my poor diet has resulted in this tooth decay. Not to
0: mention that produced sugar. So natural sugar,
1: different, right?
0: Fruits, natural sugar from fruits, Uh, apples, uh, watermelon. Watermelon. Okay, banana. When it goes into my stomach, my body goes. Oh, I know what to do with this. I'm gonna burn it. Yep. I I know what this is, and I know what to do. I'm gonna put it in the furnace. I'm gonna burn it. Mm -hmm. Produced sugars.
1: And it's all the other. Words that they make fructose, up,
0: fructose, dextrose, right? Yeah, malt, all of those sugars, syrup, honey, you know, they just when I eat them, it doesn't know what to do. With my it. body goes, I don't know what to do with this, and I'll store it as Let fat. Me store it. Now, on top of that, when I eat sugars and I have glycogen running around through my veins, that is my energy source. All that sugar,
1: but it's short-lived.
0: But here's the here's the deal: when I eat fat, guess what happens? I don't burn the fat. The fat has nowhere to go. Yeah. And it gets stored.
1: 100% of the time. Correct. And so that's why... It's so bad to put that combo of sugar and fat because then your body really has no idea. And this is where the pounds go on and the obesity and the other issues and the heart disease and 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 the clogged arteries because it doesn't know what to do with it. And we're doing this to ourselves.
0: And I think that's why diets like Atkins, Keto, all of those, I I believe that They can be very
1: helpful for the right body types that respond well to it.
0: Because when you limit that carb intake, you limit that sugar intake your body switches more to a fat burning fuel
1: called fat adapted
0: you're fat adapted um, and so
1: every bit of fat you consume gets burned off as energy correct <laughs> and not stored
0: except for this tire that i've got right here <laughs> i cannot get rid but of it but the other I don't thing interesting
1: it. talking about combining sugar with fat the other interesting thing is combining uh, sugar with caffeine like i can't i can't explain the craziness around energy drinks today.
0: Oh, it would be the hand holding your energy there, drink. There
1: is like such a thing with our young people in 20s and teenagers when all the monsters and the Red Bull, like I'm I'm guilty of it too. And and so...
0: You literally go into like dope sickness if you don't have your Red Bull in the morning.
1: It's just cranky. But that's the point. Caffeine and sugar withdrawals look very similar to, to drug withdrawals. You'll have agitation issues, mood and problems with sleep and disorder orientation especially with children
0: oh yeah and then you got to hit them and stuff (laughs) all right so don't go anywhere we're gonna come right back and talk about the actual food addiction sugar crash because <laughs> that's what happens when sugar goes in my body I crash you
1: do you sweat profusely
0: oh it's crazy so <laughs> I have been on a ketogenic diet for around two years mm-hmm. the, the crazy thing for me and I think it's the amount of food that I eat because the, the crazy thing is that our friend Robert went on the same keto diet for the same amount of time well about a year And literally, if he turns sideways, you can't see him. He disappears, (laughs) but yet I still have this tire. He's 20-something.
1: You're 50. Our metabolisms Uh, when we get older are very different.
0: 50. Yeah. All right. Now, let's talk about the addiction and the habit. I grew up with sugar. I didn't realize what sugar did. You and I have talked about today that sugar... Is being put nefariously <laughs> in, in, everything. in everything so that it addicts you to it so yeah. that everybody eats more.
1: But that's what's crazy. I think people don't even realize that every bit of food everywhere is like literally laced with heroin. That's how addictive it is. That's what they're tricking you and doing to you. Where
0: can I get that food? I know. <laughs> can I give me a heroin cheeseburger?
1: <laughs> that's literally what it is.
0: And then we talked about what the sugar does to your body briefly when it's in there. Because this may shock our audience, but Heather and I are not medical doctors. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know I play one on the radio, but I'm right. not really one.
0: Correct. Um, so don't take any medical advice from us.
1: Yeah. Go do your own research.
0: I want to talk about my struggle with sugar carbs in general I'm gonna say carbs mm-hmm. because really that's my struggle is sugar plus but carbs are it's all sugars
1: yeah I think it's funny that joke where the biology teacher asked the students like what the function of carbohydrates was mm-hmm. and apparently filling the deep well of sadness inside my soul was incorrect answer <laughs> It made me think of you.
0: (laughs) Well, I tried. It
1: was crazy. I've never lived with anyone with a sugar addiction before. When
0: you and I got together and I said that I am addicted to sugar, you giggled.
1: I was like, whatever. Just have better self-control, What did it look
0: like? Briefly.
1: Briefly. I bought a package of Oreos, and I will open it and eat two, Maybe. Mm. And I'll put it in the pantry and I'll want another Oreo in three or four or five weeks from now.
0: Which is, okay, that I think is insane. You're the alien. And then
1: I would go look for it and it's gone. And it's been gone for weeks because you ate. And so then I would try to like hide things on like the back lowest shelf of the pantry. And you'd sniff them out like a hound dog and eat it. I will find them. And I'm just like, what in the world? Control yourself. And I didn't understand how similar it was to drug addiction that you could not That you needed supernatural help and and like a a coping skills a safer environment of not having it in the house for a while
0: in the year of our Lord two (laughs) thousand and twenty when you and I were locked down locked down together um, we decided to work on our bodies because we had we we were both fluffy we were svelte we got married and we got fluffy and we got comfortable (laughs) and then we got fluffy we started with intermittent fasting and then went into Mm -hmm. keto yeah. And in I wanna say five months on keto, I lost forty six, forty seven pounds. Yeah,
1: and I lost at least thirty, thirty five. And I only did keto for those six months.
0: And that and that, I didn't
1: need to do it anymore.
0: That started a journey. Yeah. Um and and in twenty twenty one uh, I was mostly keto, but you and I were doing a lot of travel between Oklahoma and Houston back and forth every other weekend.
1: Yeah, and it was really hard to stay on keto. You're laughing because- I'm laughing because of the, the time I weighed 114 upstairs. Oh my and, God. and no, because we moved during that time we were doing keto and I couldn't believe that I had went below my goal weight. Right. And And so I thought maybe- It was wrong because the scale was upstairs and maybe there's less gravity and so you weigh less the higher up in the air you are and you (laughs) that's what i was laughing about because you thought it was crazy i still do yeah and so i brought it downstairs and i weighed more than 114 so i'd like to do a psa
0: right now about the (laughs) oklahoma school system if we have any politicians listening we have got space
1: there's no gravity up there so there's got to be a little less gravity upstairs (laughs) oh my
0: gosh (laughs) we've got to reform the oklahoma school system immediately (laughs) this is what it produces
1: so anyways we traveled to oklahoma and it was very hard it
0: was very hard to (laughs) eat keto and so i was on and off but here's what we found in 2021 Hmm. i was on keto for long periods of time and then I would decide to go off the rails because it's just easier when we traveled. Once oh, I put a, carb, a big price. Once I put a carb in my body, this allergy would kick in and now I must eat all of the carbs incessantly and nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, that alcoholic part of my brain that's like, I haven't had this, this in a long time. This
1: is the last time I'm ever going to get sugar. Let Legit. me stock up.
0: Legit. But not just sugar, but like Cheeseburgers uh, and pizza, and I've got to have it all because I may never and you have it not again. Not only
1: made yourself so sick and miserable when you did that, you sweat profusely. Spiritually, you were way off because that was not God's will but to that's do that what to I your wanna, body. That's
0: what I want to talk and about. And you were
1: hard to live with for like a week until you could get your body reset back.
0: That is what I want to talk about. So when I eat carbs for one week period, one week, it, that's when it sets in. Here's the obvious stuff it does, folks. I did not realize that I have some sort of a wheat gluten allergy now. When I eat gluten, my hands swell up. They go to sleep. When I'm asleep, uh, I get headaches when I wake up in the morning. There's all kinds of things that happen. Okay. Okay. There's I get zits. I get zits when I eat carbs that I never got before on my thighs. I mm-hmm. never noticed it. Now, I don't have any when, when I don't eat, eat carbs. When you
1: eat carbs, also you get those like bumps on the outside of your arms. Yeah. like you, your skin is just not good. It's like, like sandpaper. Yeah. Okay. It, it's wait, just wait, weird wait. watching all of these effects that these you are, have from sugar, and you still do it like a drug addict.
0: These are the physical. So the the hands, the headaches, the bumps on the arms, the I just don't feel good now. The emotional and spiritual. The last time I did this, I remember telling you, I just feel doom. Mm-hmm. I literally feel doomed. I had this feel; It was a depression.
1: And if we didn't know that it was the sugar, a normal person that didn't know that that was what it is, you might think, hey, I need to go to a psychiatrist and get on an antidepressant. I'm which, telling
0: you, <laughs> I would have been diagnosed because I just I know. felt doom and gloom. And it's I, the
1: carbs. And when you eliminate the carbs, you do not feel like that. You have so much energy. You're positive. You're positive.
0: When I'm eating carbs, also I'm stressed, angry, mm-hmm. I have no fuse, all of that. So we re-recognize this, and it was like, okay, test, back on keto,
1: and then it all clears up. And when and I you're go,
0: great. and when I go keto, I don't do the whole like net versus whatever. No, I, we, I do, eat, we
1: do strict, like less than ten total.
0: I think I probably eat less than five carbs a day. Right. And I, mean, and I did I really less than 20. None. And they
1: call that strict keto, whether it's any anything less than 20. We just didn't mess with the whole net. We yeah, I'm probably what they
0: call ketovore because I just I really do eat mostly meat yeah. and I try and get the right amount of fats.
1: And that's something that works great for you. And you've noticed how well your body responds to it. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to ask our listeners to take a look at. Like, try elimination. Try it in your own life. Try to see uh, how you can eliminate carbs or sugar and see how your body reacts. Because let me tell you this.
0: You heard her friend. M- Billy,
1: Steve. <laughs> Tim, Susan. Y'all try listen. it. Okay. No, but here's the thing. I had struggled with tons of what I thought was anxiety and depression all throughout my life leading up to drug addiction. Mm-hmm. I was sober though. And when I got sober and then when we went on the keto diet, I, I always thought I struggled with energy. I have low energy. I have low motivation, low dopamine. But man, when I was on keto, I had energy through the roof.
0: I had never seen you like that. And I have never seen you like that since.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it works. I'm and, just not disciplined enough to to stay on it all the time. And you
0: were uh, also at the time you had energy, you were doing yoga? Yeah. You were doing yogurt like every day.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. During COVID.
0: The effects, and, and the problem is, is that I know what sugar does to me without a doubt. There is no question in my it's mind. It's
1: frustrating because I almost feel like we live in a society where we can't avoid it
0: it's really hard when we're going to go out to eat with friends. I have to figure out where we're going so I can go see a menu ahead of time so I can see if there's anything I eat. Sometimes I'll eat before going so that I can just eat something minimal there.
1: Yeah,
0: That's the other thing, too, is that it's really sketch with restaurants. We don't know what's in their food.
1: Yeah, even the sauces or whatever, you may think, oh, it's just a sauce. It may have sugar in it.
0: <laughs> I can tell you, though, that since I have been, I've been keto pretty strict. And this for, isn't
1: like a pro-keto so we're just I, okay, trying to educate been, people on sugar issues. I've been
0: off carbon sugar for a little over a year, like almost solid. I've had one or two small cheats, and everything is good, and I don't have any of those issues, and life is great. But it's a struggle. And what I'm
1: saying is, is that has been a wonderful solution. To your sugar addiction God is and, and so I'm grateful That you have found Something that works for you Thank you to our listeners For listening today And we'll visit you next week Don't forget Those who stand for nothing Will fall for anything
0: Hashtag God though
1: Stay away from that sugar